Hello, you sexy sat stackers, and welcome to the latest episode of the Bitcoin Bulletin Podcast. Today is Wednesday, March 23rd, 2022, and that means it's time for another edition of DCA Wednesday. Are you ready to start stacking sats? This podcast is for information and entertainment purposes only. Nothing on this podcast should be construed as financial advice. All views expressed on this podcast are solely the opinions of the host and or any guests that we might have from time to time. Nothing on this podcast should be construed as a specific inducement to make a particular investment or to follow a particular investing strategy. As I said, today is Wednesday, March 23rd, 2022. And that means it is dollar cost average Wednesday. But before we grow our stack, a real quick look at the vital statistics. We currently find ourselves at a block height of 728,723. Bitcoin is currently worth about $43,180 a coin or 2,316 sats per cuck buck. One Bitcoin will currently get you about 22.1 ounces of gold. And a barrel of oil will currently set you back 282,783 sats per barrel. That's actually about 200 sats cheaper than last week. It has now been 133 days since Bitcoin set its all-time high of around 69,000. And we find ourselves still down about 37.6%. But Bitcoin's market cap is back up to about $818.3 billion, Still obviously well shy of that $1 trillion mark but a lot higher than it has been. The mempool mempool is currently looking fairly clear. There's uh, less than one block worth of transactions. So uh, while it says the uh, cost to guarantee that your transaction will be in the next block is about seven sats per uh, kilobyte, uh, well, one sat per virtual byte will definitely clear at the moment and will clear within 24 hours at any rate. The statistic that you know I like to pay the most attention to is Bitcoin's 24-hour transaction rate, and we are ringing in at 3.11 transactions per second now. That is down significantly from last week's 3.30 transactions per second, but still above that magic number of three transactions per second that I like to see. Uh, Anything below three transactions per second is usually pretty indicative of a weak market. Uh, Oftentimes you see that over the weekend, and that's when uh, sometimes we see the biggest price swings. It's a lot easier to manipulate the market when there's a lot fewer uh, transactions. However, that being said, that is only on-chain transactions, and uh, with Lightning becoming more popular, maybe this transaction metric will be completely obsolete before too long. It also doesn't take into account transactions that occur purely on exchange balance sheets, but it has been a pretty good track Uh, has been a pretty good indicator thus far. Uh, Whenever it dips below three transactions per second, we usually see uh, more volatility. And anything above three transactions per second usually indicates we are in a upward green green candlestick, uh, if not a bull market, definitely a up day. And that's certainly the case. Bitcoin's worth a lot more than it was just a couple hours ago. In fact, while I was procrastinating getting this podcast recorded, I noticed that Bitcoin dipped to around 41,000 per coin and should have bought then. 
And that's probably one of the advantages of automating your DCA stack. As you know, I'm a glutton for punishment. I like to follow charts and I like to make my stack manually. As a result, uh, sometimes I find myself later in the day making, uh, making my stack or FOMOing in at the last minute. Um, so that might be something you might want to take into account when you consider your, your own DCA plan. But again, the important thing is that we're being consistent. And for our plan, consistency is investing on Wednesdays. And today is Wednesday. We had a difficulty adjustment about seven days ago. I can't remember whether it was right before or right after our last podcast. Nonetheless, it was a downward difficulty. Uh, it was a decrease in the difficulty to mine Bitcoin of about 0.04%. Uh, that is going to change, however, because while we're only halfway to the next difficulty adjustment, we're about 1,068 blocks away, which is about seven days that is estimated now to be an upward difficulty of adjustment of between 4.56 and 4.9 transactions per second. Uh, my personal opinion is that we saw some of the hash rate drop off when 3 million people fled Ukraine, and Ukraine had one of the highest per capita Bitcoin usages uh, in the world. There was certainly a lot of mining going on in Ukraine, and while many of those miners may have been destroyed in the war, it looks like a, a significant chunk of them have come online, or at least the hash rate is increased enough that we went from having a, a negative difficulty increase to now looking at a 45 to 5% difficulty adjustment. And that is because blocks are currently averaging 9 minutes and 32 seconds this difficulty epic. Last Wednesday, they were taking 10 minutes and 3 seconds on average. So with the average target time of 10 minutes per block, you can see that they would definitely have to increase difficulty to slow those blocks down by almost a full 30 seconds. All right, back to business. And that is why are we here? We are here because every Wednesday we dollar cost average into Bitcoin. Dollar cost average or DCA is an investment strategy where you invest your money in equal portions at regular intervals, regardless of price. We chose Wednesdays and we chose $20. And I chose to stack $20 for a couple of reasons. Uh, first of all, I chose it because it's not a lot of money where most of my listeners come from. Most of the people that listen to this podcast tend to be either in the United States or in Europe. And for most of them, $20 is not a lot of money. It's definitely an amount that any one of them should be able to come up with every Wednesday, once a week at some point in time uh, to stack sats. The other reason is because, again, on Twitter or on Reddit, online, all the time you see people say, hey, I only have X number dollars. Is it too late? Is it even worth investing at all? And I wanted to see if by stacking as little as $20 a month, or correction, as little as $20 a week, we could actually build up a stack of Satoshis that would be worth having. And of course, um, I believe that any amount of Bitcoin is better than zero. And of course, they say that, you know, the best time to have purchased Bitcoin was 10 years ago, but the second best time is right now. Uh, and the sooner the better is because Bitcoin seems to only go up in price. Uh, over the long frame, over the long term, that is. Uh, if you subscribe to the 210,000 block theory or the four-year uh, halving cycle theory, that says that basically at any date and time, uh, four years from now, Bitcoin will be worth more than it is now. Or looking back in time, approximately four years, Bitcoin was worth more today than it was back then. That has been true for the entirety of Bitcoin's history. And there's no reason to believe that as adoption um, uh, increases worldwide, even if we never see what people consider hyper-Bitcoinization or Bitcoin becoming the next global reserve standard, 
even if people invested as much in Bitcoin as they've invested in just Apple stock alone, there's a tremendous room for growth in the price of Bitcoin still. And of course, supply and demand, with supply being half of the law of supply and demand, when this amount of new Bitcoin mined uh, is reduced in half every four years, that would obviously have an effect on the supply and the supply side of the supply and demand equation, therefore increasing prices. And so far, that's always been true. Again, they say that uh, past performance does not guarantee future results, but as of this point in time, that has never been proven untrue. So that's the theory anyway. Uh, either way you slice it, you should never invest any money into Bitcoin that you cannot afford to lose. Certainly don't invest any money that you need to survive. Um, Bitcoin is a risky investment. It There's a non-zero probability that it goes to zero, but people like to say it's the asymmetric advantage of investing in Bitcoin is that if you invest as little as 1% of your net worth in Bitcoin, you have the ability to tremendously grow your net worth. But if Bitcoin went to zero, the biggest hit you would have taken was 1%. So that's why they call it an asymmetric investment. Again, this is not financial advice. I am just exploring this investment hypothesis. And hopefully, while you follow along, you'll maybe get some entertainment value out of it, or maybe it will help you uh, think of things when it comes to conducting your own research and determining whether investing in Bitcoin or dollar cost averaging is a useful strategy for you. That being said, pick a dollar amount that you feel comfortable investing and pick a regular interval that you will consistently invest in, and that is dollar cost averaging. Uh, some people dollar cost average monthly, some weekly, some every two weeks, some every payday. Uh, there are services out there that let you dollar cost average as frequently as hourly, uh, but the important thing is that you are consistent. Uh, and as they say, time in the markets beats timing the markets every time it's tried. All right, so as you know, we dollar cost average using the Cash App, and the reason I use the Cash App is because I think it's the easiest way to dollar cost average. In fact, they would make it easier for me than I make it on myself because, uh, like I said, uh, Cash App will let you automate your DCA. You can set it and forget it, so to speak, and I don't take advantage of that feature, but you might want to. Um, for me, I just like to physically pull the trigger on, on my investment each time. A lot of gold bugs you talk to, people that have a hard time falling down the rabbit hole for the first time say that the one thing that they don't, they don't like or they don't understand about Bitcoin is that it's not something you can hold in your hand. Um, they, they, even though they don't actually usually have a shoebox full of gold coins under their bed and they're really only invested in paper gold, the fact that they could, in theory, put that gold coin in their hand gives them some sort of value, some sort of reassurance in their investment. For me, physically making the purchase order, hitting buy, uh, that makes it real to me. That makes it feel more real. That makes me feel more comfortable in my investing strategy. So while it may be a cause of stress for some people, uh, I just prefer it that way. But again, we're going to use the Cash App. Cash App is not available for everyone, for everyone but if it is available where you're at, uh, please consider using the referral code that we put in the show notes, and then you'll get some free uh, Bitcoin for signing up, and we'll get some as well, and that'll help us out, and it'll help you out. Uh, but choose an app that you feel comfortable with that best suits your needs and get started. And that's all that really matters. So one of the things I like about Cash App, one of the other many things I like about Cash App, well, two, one, I went to lunch this afternoon and I used my Cash App card, which I have linked to my debit card. So I put 
just enough money to cover lunch, used my Cash App card, and I got 5% back in Bitcoin for using their, their Bitcoin boost. So I made a couple sats just off of going to lunch this afternoon. I'm not including that in our DCA stack, obviously, nor am I including any other investments I'm making. Uh, you know, the BTFD mantra, buy the dip when Bitcoin's down. It certainly doesn't hurt to add to your stack, take advantage of those dips. I'm not including any purchases other than our DCA purchases in this um, hypothesis, in this study, in this case, just so we can purely examine the effects of dollar cost averaging. But that is one perk of using um, services such as Cash App, as I uh, scored an extra 5% cash back in sats for going to lunch today. The other neat thing is I don't usually keep any money on Cash App, but since I have my debit card linked to my Cash App, all I have to do is add money, add $20, and it is instantly available for me to do whatever I want, whether that be go to lunch or whether that be invest in Bitcoin. And then I just tap the little Bitcoin logo in the bottom right-hand corner and purchase buy. In this case, I have to enter $20. Sometimes it has $20 as a, an automatic choice. Sometimes it doesn't. I, I think it's just playing with me, but enter $20, and uh, it's going to ask me to confirm. And boom, just like that, we've purchased another 45,343 sats at a price of $43,115.81, down just a tiny bit from when we started this podcast. Uh, not as cheap as it was earlier this afternoon, but a little bit cheaper nonetheless. And that is going to raise our total stack to 1,463,149 sats. And if Bitcoin ever hits that moon of $1 million a coin, uh, that'd be worth $14,631.49. And that will not be too shabby considering um, we've only invested $700. I guess I got a little bit ahead of myself. This is our 35th stack. We've been doing this since July 28th of 2021. We have now stacked a total of 35 times, $20 at a whack. And this was our $700 that we've invested in in Bitcoin today. Um, We've purchased as inexpensively as 36,472 and we've purchased as expensive as 65,969. But our average cost basis after today is $47,842.02. And that's actually down $119 after this stack. Last week, uh, our average cost basis is 47,961. Now we're 47,842. So um, by buying today at a lower than our, what we've been averaging, we, we, are, we, we, we dropped our break-even point to $47,842.02, which I don't think there are any worries that within the next four or five years, Bitcoin will be worth more than that. Certainly, I see the possibility that we are not even done with this bull run, and it might be worth more than that before the end of this year. Bare minimum, I'm pretty darn confident that it will be worth significantly more than that after the next halving cycle. But again, this is not investment advice. Uh, but it would be neat if, as Matt O'Dell predicted, we hit, say, 200K by conference day. <laughs> Obviously, said he said that about Bitcoin 2021. We're about two weeks away from Bitcoin 2022. Although, in his defense, he didn't specify which Bitcoin conference. I'm sure one day, one day that prophecy will come true. Um, but for now, we have added another 40, what, 45,000 sats 
to our stack, and that is not too shabby. So starting at just $20 a week, we've, uh, we've tucked away about $631 of the Bitcoin. So, and that includes, uh, that includes about $15.30 in fees. So that is not too shabby. Again, dollar cost averaging is a long-term play, so it is way too early to judge whether or not this has been the smartest way to invest in Bitcoin or whether or not it's worked out for us as the best investment strategy in general. But I think the one thing we can say for sure already is that even if you have only $20 a week to spend, uh, you could have put away already over a million, almost a million and a half sats, which while $20 might not seem a lot to, like a lot to you, uh, $630 is certainly a significant chunk of change to a lot of people in a lot of places. Even in the United States, people could use an extra $630 right now just to fill up their gas tank. Anyway, hopefully this has been entertaining to you. If nothing else, I uh, wanted to keep this as short and sweet as possible. Hopefully we will have a special episode coming up for you that I teased last week. I don't have an ETA for that yet. But in the meantime, we will definitely at least see you next Wednesday for the next auto DCA or for the next DCA Wednesday. But until then, keep on stacking those sats, you sexy sat stackers.